One of the big things I see holding back mothers in particular from making more money is not what you might think. It's definitely not time, no. You don't need more time in order to make more money. Let's do away with that belief immediately, shall we? It isn't serving you. So what is it then? I'll tell you. It's this, a negative belief that if I get rich, my kids will turn into spoiled, entitled a-holes. Oof, that one. The worst part is, often this belief lurks in the background just silently sabotaging our money-making endeavors. Well, if you can resonate with ever having felt a pang of concern that you might accidentally raise a brat, then this is a must-listen episode. I'm sharing with you my thoughts on motherhood and passing on a true legacy of abundance, what that looks like, what it feels like. But importantly, I'm also sharing with you a story from our recent camping trip with an incident involving my daughter that I think can eliminate that particular fear once and for all. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javid from CoryJavid.com and from the YouTube channel, Cory Lives the Dream Life. How are you doing? Oh my goodness, are you loving money season? I am loving these conversations. I've got a really good one for you today and a really good story. As soon as this thing happened, I was like, oh my goodness, I must share this with the ladies. So I'm going to be doing that today. But first, have you been catching up on my escapades as I attempt to live the dream life over on my YouTube channel? As this episode is airing, let me see what went live last week. Oh my goodness, it was the clothes episode. (laughs) Have you seen what I'm trying to attempt to pack a year's worth of clothes into? If you didn't, go and catch up on YouTube after this episode. And this week, so we drop episodes almost every Thursday, I like to say. This week, I am talking all about something that has been really getting me through these times. And whoo, these times, they're a testing. (laughs) Life is hectic at the Javid household right now. As you can probably imagine, we're just, you know, weeks away from leaving. It's all going on. There is, oh my goodness, the fact that, can I just sidebar quickly? The fact that it is so complicated trying to embark on a life of more simplicity is an irony that makes me chuckle daily. There is so much complexity, so much shit to get done. Anywho, it'll get done, we'll get there. But something that's been absolutely 
serving me and I've been leaning into and protecting like a mofo over here are my Mondays and how I use them as a reset, specifically, energetically, practically, all of the things. If that's interesting to you, if you want to see inside my Mondays, maybe you've heard me talk about the thought back about the bleh, maybe you heard me talk before. <laughs> Easy for me to say about the fact that. I don't work on Mondays, maybe you wonder what I do, all of the things, let me know and you can actually just come along and spend a Monday with me on my channel, come and, and spend the day with me, check that out on Thursday. Let me know though, over on Instagram, I'm at Corey Javid over there, if you watch that episode or even just hearing me talk about it here, if you want me to describe, because in there I'm, I'm going to be just taking you along for Monday and telling you how they serve me and like I feel like you'll be like, yeah, I get it, this, this makes so much sense. If you feel like you're not at a place in business and or life where you can carve out a whole day every single week just for you, um, that's one of my specialisms. So I mean, probably you should come and work with me. At the time of recording, I might still have a space available in the September cohort of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. So don't delay. Go book a call with me because having a business that serves you, that gives you the time freedom that you want and the flexibility that pays you the kind of money that you want to be making and helps you live your dream life, that's my jam. That's literally my job. So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. But if you want me to do a podcast episode, just kind of talking about how I carved Mondays out for myself, because it didn't happen overnight and it definitely won't happen by accident, my love. <laughs> Let me know. That's part of that kind of like lifestyle design piece that I'm so obsessed with, with working on with my clients. So if you want an episode on that, do say. But let's get in to today's episode all about listening to this if you're worried about having spoiled kids. So here's the thing. What I hear from women and specifically mothers, because I, I mainly work with mothers all the time, is that they want to be making more money. They want more than just enough, right? And when I ask, because I love to ask, because I love to get in your head and understand what makes you tick, my love. When I ask, why do you want more? What does more mean to you? More often than not, I will hear things that start with, well, I really love to do this for the kids, or if we could do this as a family. And I get it. Money does open doors, it paves the way to like more varied rich life experiences, you know, even if money for you isn't about having more stuff, but actually doing more together as a family, money is required for that, right? So I get it. But I know that a big part of the driver for us in creating and receiving more money as mothers is what it can do for our children, right? So I understand that drive and I felt it myself deeply. And I also find that when women start to work on the energy of money, work on their money mindset, I hear this a lot from Limitless Money students, by the way, Limitless Money is my money mindset course that I have. I hear a lot of women recognizing when they get into the work and they start to heal their relationship with money. So the way that I do this process is I lead women through the past experience that you've had with money so that you can identify the conditioning that you've received. So what are some of the money stories that you've inherited as a child? What are some of the things that you observed through childhood that have made an impact on you and imprinted upon you certain views around money that may or may not be serving you right now? So we take you through childhood, but then we go through adulthood and also motherhood. And by the way, I was just reflecting on this. I still don't think I've come across another 
money mindset teacher, speaking specifically to the nuances that motherhood introduces with the dynamic with money, which I find really curious. Maybe I just haven't seen them. If you've seen them, I don't care. Like, no need to send them my way. But I just find it curious that they've at least not fallen on my radar. Um, Perhaps nobody is talking about it. I think partly, possibly, because now I'm thinking about this out loud, it's partly because a lot of the money mindset teachers that I'm aware of who are mothers became mothers after becoming wealthy, not before. And it is a different thing to speak to. It is very decidedly different in terms of how you need to shift and change and the impact that motherhood has on our approach to money. But anyway, back to the work that can be done. When we heal our relationships with money, if we go through those stages to look for the ways that these different kind of like phases of our life have built up this picture over time of money and our experience of money, built up our mindset, like how did we get to the mindset that we currently have and what is the mindset that we currently have? When we do that, you naturally just start to reflect on, oh, okay, so, you know, this happened in childhood or this person said this thing and I can see how I've actually taken that forward with me. It might not make always logical sense because, you know, our subconscious is wide open when we are young and we're much uh, more impressionable in that way and our brain will put things together that don't actually belong together. So sometimes it, it doesn't really make sense. Sometimes it kind of makes total sense how we can feel a certain way about money given you know our upbringing or experience of what we heard people say about money what we were watching even on tv and how we were observing the relationship that people have with money so when we do this work we start to uncover what are some of the things that really stuck with us that we've brought forward some of them might be amazing and empowering and we get to keep those and some of them are most likely just given the view that i have from having done this work with countless women at this point a lot of it won't be empowering. It'll be the opposite. It'll be telling us that money is something we should be afraid of, fearful of, worried about, creates problems, blah, 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 blah. But what I see is that when women embark on that work, that journey of healing their relationship with money, because they recognize, oh, I have inherited these negative money stories and I've dragged them accidentally through my life and they've been behind the scenes sabotaging me in many cases we then feel even more motivated as mothers to not pass on that same negative money conditioning to our children, right? So we can have this very strong motivational urge to want to work on our own mindset around money so that we can pass on a healthier and create a healthier lineage around money within our family and have a healthy relationship that we get to be a role model for and demonstrate to our kids because that's the truest way that they're going to pick up on this from us rather than some of it will be what comes out of our mouths but a lot of it's what they observe and how they feel and the energy that they sense that we're radiating around money so there's this really strong motivation that comes from like oh I want that kind of that pattern that I see playing out in my family for example to end with me I want to create a new more abundant pattern for my kids and then that combined with desiring more money because we can see how it can create opportunities it can create amazing experiences for us as a family like that's a really compelling thing right So you're like just nodding along, like probably like, tell me what I don't know. (laughs) But, (laughs) but the thing that stops us from creating and receiving that if we're not careful and if we're not conscious of it are the fears that still simultaneously reside if we're not shining a light on them and looking at them square in the eyes around, but what if 
But what if I heal my relationship with money, I start receiving more and more and more money, and my kids become assholes? <laughs> What if my kids become entitled little brats that are spoiled and just expect to receive money and don't understand the value of money and don't respect it? What then? What if that happens? And because we want the best for our kids, we don't want them to be entitled a-holes, right? (laughs) So do you see how this creates a little bit of a perfect storm if we're not aware of it? Because if we are just working on ourselves and wanting to be open to receive abundance, we cannot be open to receive abundance if we don't feel safe receiving it. And if we've got this other nagging doubt at the back of our minds, if it goes unchecked, if that's resonating with you at all, then yay, this is amazing because this is the point at which we got to shine a light on the fact that that was residing and lurking back there. So it never has to control you again. But if it's back there, and we're not doing something about it because we haven't seen it, haven't acknowledged it, haven't dismantled it and let it go, it is going to be creating this tension, this tension between what you desire and the more money or all of the beautiful, amazing things that you see that it can do, all the good that it can do for you, your family, your community, charities, like you name it, you know, you can do just the coolest shit with money, right? The tension of that on the one side, that deep desire, and on the other side, fear and a lack of safety around what it might mean, specifically as it relates to our kids. So I'm coming at this through the whole motherhood lens today, but obviously there are things that can be very compelling in terms of why we want money just for ourselves, and there can be things that are very sort of fear and anxiety-inducing on the other side around, well, this will happen to me if I make that money. So this comes up this kind of like dichotomy all the time with money, but I really wanted to kind of talk to you through the lens of motherhood because motherhood can be a huge motivating factor and it can be the thing that it's in my work, if I'm honest, I'll, I'll leverage motherhood sometimes to help someone get along with a mindset shift or doing the thing that's going to serve them best quicker. <laughs> I'm not above it. <laughs> because for example, if something's going to really serve you and you're like, yeah, I get that, but, and you've got worthiness issues, which, you know, 99% of us potentially have, then if I say to you, and this is how it's going to serve your kids, then you're like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> right? So, so anyway, this is why I enjoy this kind of angle of the conversation, but also because it just is a consideration for us as mothers, isn't it? I think we just are aware of the fact that we are modeling to our children. We want to do our best. We don't want to create pressure on ourselves to be perfect and create this perfect model for them. But we want to do our best and we want to pass down what I call inside of Limitless Money a legacy of abundance. And what I mean by that is yes, wealth, yes, money. If that feels good to create money that you pass on, that could help your kids in some way. If you want to do that, go and do that. But the legacy of abundance means really a legacy of a mindset and an energy of abundance. And I think that is one of the most phenomenal, world-changing, yes, world-changing gifts we can pass on to the next generation. I've said this before, but if you look at most problems in the world right now, you can track it back to money in some way, not being used as a source for good, a feeling of scarcity around money, money being used for control. 
Whereas when money is seen to be something that is in limitless supply, because it is, when abundance is shared freely, as it should be by the very word of it, when we are not trying to say, well, this is our resources over there, you over there get away from us. And all of this kind of icky, gross energy that actually comes up from a lack and scarcity mindset, when we move away from that and we move into true abundance, that means there's enough for everyone. That means enough of everything. That's the most beautiful state on earth that I can think of. I don't know about you. And so if we can create a mindset of abundance in ourselves, we automatically pass that down to our kids without even trying because they're watching us, because they're around us and they're absorbing it. And then we can make, we can be even more intentional with passing it down if we want to. But that to me is the true legacy of abundance. But we won't be able to do that if we still have lingering fears around having a-hole kids, right? And so it can seem like, oh, but which is it? Like if I'm living in a state of true abundance and I pass that on to my kids, will they then turn around and be a-holes and entitled (laughs) and spoiled, right? Because that doesn't seem to kind of be a congruent flow, does it? So I want to break it down today with this story. But before we do that, let's just all sign off on today that that's our mission here is to create a legacy of abundance for the next generation. This is something we can absolutely do together. This is something that is huge and mighty work, but that can be achieved in actually a relatively small window of time. I think that's the most amazing thing about it. When you think of creating something like a legacy of abundance, it can sound like a very large, grandiose, like work of a lifetime type of thing. But actually, healing your own relationship with money so that you can show up and embrace this idea that we do live and can live in a feeling and state of abundance And then from there, just naturally modeling that to your kids and creating in that moment that gift of that legacy of abundance. That is work that you can do and get done this summer. (laughs) Like, Like, that's something that you could do in a few weeks. Like, okay, there's ever evolving layers of abundance. There's a deepening experience of abundance or new levels of abundance that we can move into. And at new levels, sometimes there are new limiting beliefs that come up. Yeah, sure. But the actual foundation of it is something that can be put into place really, really quickly. So anyway, I've gone off on a tangent there, but I think that sometimes this concept, because it has such a potential for being world-changing, because as mothers, we are the gatekeeper to the next generation, and there's so much power in that, and it is such an exhilarating opportunity that we can take and hold and really run with. Because of that, it can seem like it has to be big and monumental to achieve, and actually it doesn't. (laughs) It actually doesn't. I don't know how long. I should have a look at, for example, if you were using Limitless Money, how long it would take to get through just the heal your relationship with money module. Like, we're talking about maybe an hour. I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? So that is as fast as it can happen. Um, So I just wanted to kind of make that note because I think it's important so that we don't feel like this is like something, oh yeah, that's that kind of like nice to have thing that I might get around to doing one day. This is something that's very tangible that we can create for ourselves and pass down. But let's talk about how you can pass it down because if you don't feel safe receiving that abundance, you're never going to be in a true state of abundance. If you don't feel safe being open to receive money because you worry like, well, I can can just receive this amount, this amount I feel safe with. Beyond that, I'm going to get a little bit too well off a little bit too oh should I say the word rich if that's triggering that shows you that you've got some work to do around money should I say the word wealthy if that's triggering that shows you that you've got some work to do around money and hey no shame in having the work to do just notice it acknowledge it decide to work on it if you want to 
If you want to do those things, but you feel like there's a limit to how much you can receive before you tip into a danger territory, that, well, that's, that's too wealthy. Oh, that's too rich. In that area, in that sort of, what's the word that I'm thinking for here? In that echelon of wealth, children can only be spoiled and entitled, you know? That's going to be a limitation, which is not true abundance, and that is going to shut you down to receiving all kinds of cool, exciting things that you could be receiving otherwise. So we could be talking, and this applies at whatever level you're at right now and expanding into the next level. So let's talk about, I'm going to bring you this story now that just kind of like highlights this perfectly. Now, there's a caveat to this story. I'm sharing a story about my child. I am not claiming, just for the record here, that I am in any way any kind of perfect parent. No, that's not the point of this story, right? The story will paint me in a good light. Let's just be honest about that up front. <laughs> but that's not the point of the story. It's not to be like, hey, look at me nailing it at parenting because I, you know, some days I nail it, some days I completely fail. I'm just the same as anyone else when it comes to motherhood. I have good intentions, not always well executed, just sometimes well executed, <laughs> okay? So, so that's not the point of the story. So don't take that away from it. And let me just share it with you and then we'll talk about what this means for you and your kids. Okay, so we went camping with my best friend and her kids and I don't know if you know this, it depends how long you've listened to the show for, but my daughter is amazing at manifesting because I've taught her those skills and if we teach kids that young, they are so free from resistance to it and they don't have skepticism that they just are amazing at it. We can learn so much from them actually. I've had episodes that I've done on actually some of my daughter's manifestations before, so if you don't know where they are, send me a DM on Instagram, I can point you in the right direction. Okay, so a bit of important context and background here is she's great at manifesting. She's also like phenomenal at finding money. So there's a story I tell really often about the time she found, and, and in the retelling, I can't remember because it was several years ago, whether it was a £20 note or a £10 note, but it was a very specific and significant moment in my life where the universe was not only working with me, it was also having fun with me <laughs> in, a, in a really good way, in like a fun game kind of way. And she's found, I think it was like 130 euros once in a ward on a floor in a petrol station toilet and there was nobody else in there so it was nobody like we could have said hey you dropped this there was like the place was empty so we're like okay thanks universe there's just been several occasions where she's found money so we went camping with my best friend and her two kids and her son and daughter are best friends with my daughter because they're well my son and she have known each other since birth and well all of them have so anyway so they get on very, very well, and we were out, and of course we manifested saying at a campsite where there was horses nearby, because this girl also loves horses. And we went to see the horses, and we were just walking down this little country lane towards the horses, and she comes over and she says, Mummy, I just stung my hand on some nettles, but it was worth it because I found a tenner. <laughs> and so she'd found this very crisp £10 note in a nettle bush, how? I don't know. And my best friend started laughing her head off because we've been with these same people before and she's found paper, like note form, money on the form. We're talking about this, this child's not just finding random pennies. Pfft, she's over that. She finds money in note form, right? She's like, I have never known an adult, let alone a child, manifest finding money at such like an astounding rate as your child. I was like, I know, it's a thing, right? 
And so anyway, we're all laughing at it and marveling at this, this £10 note that was found in the nettles and she popped it in her pocket. And then the other two, my friend's children, of course, as, you know, most kids would be in a situation, were like, oh, well, I want to find a £10 note. How can I find a £10 note? You know? And we were having this conversation, well, what are you going to do with the £10? So on the way back from seeing the horses, we were stopping at the little campsite shop. And I thought to myself, well, I'm going to pull her to one side and just, just have a word with her about maybe it would be a nice idea to use that £10 to see if the other two want ice cream or something. And so we went into the shop and I just pulled her out to one side and I was like, hey, you know you just found that £10? And she said, yes. And I said, do you think it'd be lovely if we offered maybe to buy an ice cream or something for the other two? And she goes, oh yeah, I know, I know that. I already told them. <laughs> she said, I already told them they can choose whatever they want. Like, obviously, as long as I've got the money for it, and whether it's a souvenir or an ice cream, we can all get something. And in that moment, I was like, oh, like, bless her heart for just being generous with that money. But when I reflected afterwards, I thought, this is true abundance. So this kid skips around expecting to find money in places like nettle bushes and will just so happily share the joy of that abundance with her friends without actually being prompted. Like, I didn't even need to have that conversation. She'd already done it, already had the conversation with them. And I just felt like that was such a great illustration in that moment of how we get to trust our kids to not be spoilt, entitled a-holes, because we're not modeling that kind of behavior to them. We are here being heart-centered people, so we get to know that we're raising heart-centered individuals. Will kids sometimes act out sometimes be hormonal or whatever of course will they sometimes behave in ways that we wouldn't have like necessarily chosen of course but generally speaking my rock solid belief through this work and I've seen this through just so many incredible stories of like money and manifestation through my clients as well the resounding theme is that if you are a person who is genuinely rooted in true abundance, which comes from a place of love and comes from a place of wanting to do good and radiating that love and joy and just thriving in the like exhilaration and nourishment that can be found in giving to others when you are rooted and anchored in that my love when you do that work for yourself your kids can't help but pick that up from you and so if you've ever needed to really dismantle that fear that what happens if I get wealthy what happens if I get rich and I'm using those words on purpose because those things are available to you and if they're triggering that's an invitation to look at why but if I get rich or wealthy, I'm worried that my kids will be spoiled or entitled. I just don't think it's possible unless you're acting in a way that is very disconnected from them and or not heart-centered and or you're being an a-hole yourself. Now, if you have your own fears about becoming an a-hole, then we should like definitely talk <laughs> as well. Knowing you, how I can safely say that I know you because the people that I, you know, come into my world, just, I just see this similar theme all the time. I, side note, feel very much like when people say, oh, there's lots of like, whatever people out there on the internet. I'm like, I don't know that to be true because the vast, vast, vast majority of the women who I come in contact with, whether or not you've sent me a DM before on Instagram, by the way, extra <laughs> kudos to you if you were one of the people who sent me a DM saying food salad, love you. <laughs> um, some of you will know what I'm talking about. Some of you will have no idea. If you know, you know. 
But whether or not you're one of the people who's sent me a DM or replied to one of my emails or, you know, come on a call with me or whether you're a client or whether you're a student of Limitless Money, whomever, I am just always like overjoyed to find that people are very heart-centered, good-natured people who really just want to do good things in the world. I just see it so often. So I don't know. I don't have that same view of people on the internet as some people. But anyway, my point being is I feel like I can speak with a very significant degree of confidence that you're not going to be raising a-holes because you're not an a-hole, my love. (laughs) I just feel like I can make that claim outright. So I hope that was a really helpful story to hear. I know it's just like a little story, a little kind of like mini incident and anecdote from my life, but I think it just demonstrated so beautifully how when we are able to model true abundance, which doesn't come from a number in a bank account, it is an energy, it comes from an energy first, of course, of that feeling of just wanting to share and spread the joy of abundance and everything that it can do for us. When we adopt that, when we model that, then that is the way that we get to influence our children and pass on, like I said, that true legacy of abundance. So if this is really speaking to you, um, I have a little treat for you. I have a mini audio course. It's three parts. It's entirely free and it is created for you specifically as a mother. And it is zoning in on the three things that I see holding women back from making money. So let's shift through those together. Let's first of all shine a light on them, shift through them. And when you release them, you'll feel so much lighter and you'll have so much more clarity as to perhaps why your current experience of money is however it is right now and that's not a kind of like I don't know wrong or blame thing nothing like that you know that's not my vibe but it's more like when we understand money from an energetic standpoint and we understand the pivotal role our mindset and our energy is playing in our experience of money it is so empowering It is so empowering because then we are able to make any tweaks, adjustments, changes that we want to, to change our experience of money. And money responds to us in that way very quickly. It's really interesting. I love seeing this in the work that I do. So if that sounds good to you, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash money, grab your free mini course and let's break through those barriers so that you can start making some more money. Yes, I am absolutely loving this money season. I've got some really juicy episodes episodes coming up for you, episodes, <laughs> episodes coming up for you. I was going to do a different one this week and then this incident happened and so I had to record this episode. So I think I kind of teased in the last episode what was coming up. So if you're like, where the heck did that go? Don't worry, it will still be in the mix. <laughs> it's not gone anywhere. But sometimes I just feel really called to share a specific message. Um, and I've really been thinking a lot about motherhood and money as I do so often. And I just wanted to share this with you. So Until next time, my love, you get to receive limitless abundance. You get to pass on a legacy of limitless abundance. Do you know why? Because you are limitless. Bye for now. Have you been enjoying today's show, my love? Then help your business bestie out. Head over to iTunes now and leave a review. The team and I pour our best energy into bringing you this show each week. And so it would make us so happy to see your review. Plus, we are known to surprise and delight our reviewers. So if you take a screenshot of your review before you hit submit and send it to team at I can guarantee a little treat will be winging its way to you.